Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome to What's Next, Ori Diretze Molebaloa, who is Infobib's Regional Sales Engineering Manager for Africa to our discussion. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this discussion because it's something that I'm really passionate about. When you look at consumers are beginning to value experiences over products and becoming more open to trying brand new brands through various methods of shopping. And that's what it's all about, you know, particularly since the start of this particular pandemic. You know, you've seen all sorts of changes. I'm just thinking of myself and how my buying habits have changed. Even though the pandemic provided the impetus for this rapidly changing behavior, one critical lesson that businesses have learned is that they need to meet customers where they are and provide them with an exceptional experience all about the customer experience at the end of the day and uh, but but getting this right is not always that simple right especially if you're running a startup for example you run whatever kind of business it's not easy to get that customer experience right and this is because in an evolving IT landscape, it can be challenging to juggle your responsibilities to grow your business while you're trying to implement a forward-thinking customer engagement strategy, and it's a tough one to do. Now, according to PwC, this research is fascinating, PwC South Africa's emerging companies are responding to the changing IT landscape with 65% of respondents indicating that they are using digital channels as part of their core strategy. Most emerging companies are using digital channels, including social media to sell products and services and educate their customers about both their products and their brands. But the key to achieving this success in this regard lies in implementing effective omni-channel strategies, which allow businesses to engage with customers using the right messages over the right channels at the right times. Now, think of this concept as a form of fluid communication between different communication platforms. So, Ori Diretze Molebaloa, who is Infobib's Regional Sales Engineering Manager of Africa, will share and unpack uh, what these omni-channel strategies are and how startups can Go into that fast lane for growth and what advice you can give. So it's fantastic to have you on board and thank you for joining us, Ori Diretze. Firstly, before we start, um, Ori Diretze, mm -hmm. is it Ori Diretze? Just, yeah, Ori Diretze. In short, you can Ori call Diretze, me uh, Ori Diretze, yeah, you can call me Ori. Okay. Yeah. Ori Diretze, before we start, um, tell us what is omnichannel? Because, you know, there are all these fancy words that are being used. What exactly is omnichannel marketing? Very good what question. is an omnichannel strategy? Are they two different things, for example? Mm -hmm. No, thanks, th uh, thanks for, for, for hosting me today, Aki. Uh, just to answer your question, just at high level, um, you know, omnichannel is a retailer's efforts to provide consistent, coordinated customer uh, experience across all customer channels, right? So right. this could be WhatsApp, this could be Facebook Messenger, this could be the different touch points that they find uh, useful uh, to execute customer experience uh, from, from their use cases. Okay, so basically it's it's how you connect. It's the different platforms you connect with your customers, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Correct. now I can see why that is so important and why it's so important and strategic, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you look back 10 years ago, there weren't things like you know WhatsApp for business and and all of these different platforms that are today. So, can you give us an an a, like an overview uh, uh, when it comes to the benefits of omnichannel mm -hmm. strategy? 
Yeah, sure. And, and I like the fact that you, you, you mentioned startups as well in this uh, conversation because an omnichannel strategy is no longer just relevant to big organizations. It's relevant to any kind of uh, uh, business. And the reason behind it is that customers expect some exceptional customer experience and buying experience when they're consuming any, any, any pro uh, products. And the one thing that's remained consistent that we're seeing uh, with, with this kind of behavior is that they, they lean more towards these disruptive brands that are more of a digital first, right? And what they expect from these kind of organizations is that they want to be offered remarkable customer experience, right? This could mean uh, a smooth omnichannel experience where they get to communicate with the brand uh, on the channel of their choice, and they ex expect what we call uh, round-the-clock customer service. So a very good example of that is actually last year, due to the pandemic, I actually had to, you know, renew my license disc and I actually didn't go to any store, right? I just did it on WhatsApp, uh, punched in my details and within two or three days, uh, my license disc was delivered. So that's the kind of luxury that customers are experiencing. Uh, like you said, tracking back 10 years ago, this kind of uh, use case uh, wouldn't have been uh, executed. And in addition to that, they're very much uh, expective of personalized communication. So bulk broadcasting isn't no longer as effective as it is if you apply hyper-personalization, right? So hyper-personalization is a concept where you, you really are targeted based on your activities and what you actually prefer. A good example of that would be, you know, if you're watching a movie, uh, these streaming platforms tend to actually even recommend what else you would like based on what you've watched. So that's the kind of hyper-personalization, uh, you know, that, that we're seeing. And a very good formula to implementing a, you know, uh, an omnichannel strategy is firstly centralizing your customer data. Now, the reason behind that is, um, you know, there's a lot of tools that organizations and also startups use to mm. service a customer. It could be, you know, the delivery of the package. It could be uh, a platform that they use to check how, how well and, 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 and great they're providing the service to the customer. But if you look at those different tools and consolidate them in a centralized way, uh, this is something we are good at at InfoBib, where we have what we call a customer data platform, where all these different touch points, points uh, within an organization is visualized in a way that you can actually, uh, you know, get rich data enrichment and see information about a client where you can really target uh, certain use cases based on their preferences and based on that, uh, you know, rich data. And then the second, uh, you know, step, once you have consolidated all that data, is learning how to segment the data. So a very good example, again, Aki, is um, if, if sh should a storm take place, your insurance knows where you're based, and therefore they will not just send bulk messaging to everybody else. They'll just send it specifically to you because they know how to segment based on age, based on location, and all these different uh, type of ways to segment uh, their customers. And then the third step would then be analyzing the customer experience, right? This is very important because the information that they're collecting, uh, which, which is, in my opinion, not so invasive, but it, it still gets the job done, to understand how you're consuming the product, to understand the different stages in, you know, from being onboarded uh, to being an existing customer and being you know, cross-sold cross and upsold these different products, uh, they need to understand where the cracks are and how to best optimize these processes. So uh, that's step number three. And then the fourth one, is getting feedback outside just the systems themselves. Uh, now, a very good way of getting feedback from customers is, you know, maybe you could uh, sort of entice them with an incentive that if you purchase a specific product and you're willing to participate 
in a survey, you get 10% off, you get 5% off. In retails, they've got these loyalty cards that they use, which allows them to actually, uh, you know, see uh, what kind of uh, insights that they get, can get based on custom activities. And then lastly, gathering that feedback and optimizing the end-to-end -end life cycle, as I've mentioned in all those five, five steps. Wow, okay. So it's actually a science. I mean, when I'm, when I'm listening to you, it's a science and it, it makes complete sense what, you, what you're talking about. Uh, as mm -hmm. a small business owner myself and, and as, a, as a consumer, I mean, what you've just said is just making perfect sense. You know, you don't want to irritate the customer. That's why know the location, tell them about the fact that it might hail in the next hour based on mm -hmm. the weather forecast. And the thing is that we've got all this intelligence to be able to do that. It's all out there. It's ready for us to use. Um, mm -hmm. My second question for you today is um, we, we keep talking about startups. And I mean, when you look at startups and you look at these small businesses, they are the fire of this economy. And it's so important for these small businesses, these startup businesses to succeed. Why should these startup businesses adopt an omni-channel and, and, you know, I guess the question is, what kind of tools would they include in this strategy? Very good question. And I think the first most important thing is once you implement an omni-channel strategy, your quick win is that you will, you know, improve your customer lifestyle value. In other words, the, the customer will always feel like you're putting them first by allowing them to the platform to communicate uh, in the channel of their choice, right? And then the second part, we all know this, uh, there's probably about three ways in which uh, you know, a customer is residing in the online space. It's either could, uh, the first one could be it's either that they're shopping. Uh, the second one could be the you know communicating with their loved ones, and then the third one, uh, it could be that they're just sourcing information. Some might see see it as shopping, but it's it's a different kind of you know engaging with an online space. And what is important for each organization is to ensure that uh, you know they reside within that space where where the customer uh, is. And the best way to do that is we have our set of product sets where, you know, you could in incorporate push notifications either on an app or you could even, you know, create widgets on a website where if someone needs some form of support or needs to engage with a brand, there's a live chat that's readily available for them uh, to chat. So there's different ways uh, in which, you know, you could, you could plug yourself in the customer ecosystem without really being invasive but still adding value for the customer. Okay, very interesting. You look, uh, you know, when you look at a startup, for example, it, it mm -hmm. could be quite daunting to, to, to build a, a, a successful omnichannel. You know, I guess, you know, one has to strategize on where do you start? How much money do you invest in it? What do you need to start as a, as a startup to develop this successful omnichannel strategy where we, what you, where, with what we're talking about? Where do you actually start with this process? Okay, I mean, before I get into what we have to offer to these startups, um, I think what you need, the, the, the most important thing is, uh, it's very important to work with a very strategic partner. The reason why I'm saying this, um, depending how you deploy uh, your use cases with your customers, getting insights and information on demand might be very cumbersome if you're working with multiple service providers, right? Imagine you're getting WhatsApp API from one service provider, and then you're getting, uh, let's say, Facebook Messenger from someone else, and then you're trying to get analytics uh, done on those use cases. It's quite difficult if each service provider is, is using different technologies to, you know, to visualize the data. Uh, but working with a partner like us, we have what we call communication platform as a service where we have these channels readily available. Uh, and then we are leveraging off our SaaS products, which could be you know, chatbots, 
process workflow, uh, our call center solution, where you know all of these uh, journeys can be really uh, intertwined and, and well executed. So this is why, uh, from a startup, startup perspective, uh, InfoBip has actually launched what we call Startup Tribe, which is a program that allows these you know small startups uh, to be taught how to you know successfully uh, deploy a, a, a omni-channel strategy and also making sure that in executing those kind of strategies, they still maintain their brand identity, right? Ah. Uh, the, the biggest challenge is sometimes uh, when you've got a good omni-channel strategy going on, because of the demands, it might affect how you as a brand uh, respond to, to that demand. So it's, 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 we're basically holding hands and guiding them and also uh, exposing them to, to, to different use cases and other other startups that we have on our database that can help them grow in their in their use cases. Okay, okay. So it's interesting. Uh, so I, I like this. Uh, what did you call it? A startup tribe. Um, startup tribe. Yes. Startup tribe. That's a, that's a great initiative where you can share ideas and learn new things. Because I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it can be quite overwhelming. Let's be honest. Um, um, when when you look at this, it, it's it's really daunting for the startup owner. If you think about a startup owner. They've got so many different balls in the air. They they juggling process management. They juggling stock mm -hmm. lever product. They are involved in on a startup basis. It, it, it's tough for you because you've got a lot of things to worry about. Are there any initiatives out there to help these startups actually implement the effective strategy? So you don't go around in circles and you want to do something right, mm -hmm. but you need that help. Yeah. So as I've mentioned before, we're about to launch what we call. Uh, the InfoBip Startup Tribe, which will be more on the Southern African region. Uh, InfoBip Startup Tribe is a perks program which is designed to actually, you know, take these mission-driven um, startups to the next level. And by joining this program, startups can gain access to a wide range of uh, these perks that can help them actually grow um, as a business. Uh, again, the goal of this program is to assemble a community of these startups uh, with InfoBip as a global communication leader. Uh, we actually recognize them as the next wave uh, that will really impact uh, the world in a positive way. And we will actually work with these startups and provide them with the tools that are at our disposal to make sure that um, they, they succeed in the, in the vision and mission uh, with market-leading communication solutions and, and strategies. Uh, for eligible startups that join, they will actually get credits uh, between about $10,000 and $60,000 and which will allow them to actually network and showcase uh, their, 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 their products and most of all, get access to you know, opportunities and education and much, much more. So if you're a startup and you're interested and you, you, you actually need to just meet about two out of the three criteria uh, that we've set up. Uh, the first one being uh, your business needs to de demonstrate a lot of high growth potential. The second one, uh, you don't have to have or actually exceed uh, an employee count of about 100 uh, employees from a headcount perspective. And then lastly, you should have raised no more than $5 million worth of funds in the past. If, you're not, if you need more information about uh, the actual program, you can actually go to startups.infobib.com and you'll get more information on the Startup Tribe program. And you must be seeing some amazing work on startups. I mean, I, I, I just touch the surface and, and just see what's going on there. But wow, mm -hmm. it, it, it's just mind-blowing how many startups are popping up all over the place. It, it really is. And, you know, the, the, the true advantage that comes with these startups is that they don't, they're not dealing with legacy uh, technology. They, they're dealing with the latest and the greatest. 
and they're pretty much getting the most out of the, 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 the newer technology that we have, which, which allows them to go to market at rapid rates. This is why if you look at uh, the DNA of, of a startup tribe, they, they normally start off with what we call a minimum viable products, right? Start small. As they're building a base, they're also optimizing the product and they're growing uh, through that specific process. Yeah. And now if, if you're providing a program like Startup Tribe, you're actually enabling them to even scale even higher because if you have an omni-channel strategy, uh, it, it, it's much easier to, to, you know, to apply and go to market certain use cases. Uh, imagine if they had to, for example, develop a very, uh, maybe an, an app, right? Uh, not everybody uses a specific app every day. Yeah. So if you were to consume a specific product from a startup, you might not necessarily have to use it um, you know, on the daily. But if you're taking advantage of WhatsApp and Facebook, those are apps that people use on the daily, and you could actually replicate those journeys on those channels. Fantastic. Ori Diretze, Mole Baloa, it's absolutely fascinating chatting to you. It's something that I'm very passionate about. I can hear the passion mm -hmm. in your voice as well. Uh, Ore Diretze is Infobib's Regional Sales Engineering Manager for Africa, joining us on What's Next. Thank you for your time, Ori Diretze. Thank you so much, Aki. It's been a brilliant conversation. Great stuff. Thank you.